So that was a intro of a Minecraft series that I used to watch back in the day called the Yogscast. Shout out to anyone who has watched the Yogscast before. Very geeky of myself, but I am a geeky self, so how could I lie about that? Ah, and that is the coffee. So, welcome everyone to what is the first episode of Let's Talk About It. This is the Facts Only podcast hosted by Adam Wave, and we will be talking about various topics and talking about it. I mean, this is the definition of a great podcast where someone talks about it. But we are currently in such a strange state of affairs right now in all sorts of angles in my personal life. We could talk about that if we want, but also in the world. And just like Jaden Smith said, why does no one his age or our age talk about the political and economical state of the world right now? Because it's also what you could say a complete bloody shambles. I mean, the youth have pretty much no say right now in what's actually to come because there's so much harm already done by the older generation who love the 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 lifestyle of ignorance is bliss so we're kind of here to talk about it maybe like our own little radio station like i said i've got my cup of tea my coffee all liquid around me ready to talk about all of this so i haven't been on youtube or podcast form in ages i literally haven't even been able to kind of comprehend what's happened over the last three years we've gone through covid19 we've gone through just the queen died actually the other day sorry yeah i, I just remember the queen died the other day no so there is a lot to talk about i was thinking earlier what, what have we all really been through recently no i actually wasn't i just wake up every day in a state of despair <laughs> the fact that the whole world and the whole of the uk is currently like how it is but let's um, take it back to the beginning. I've actually been away for a while, been living in Spain for three months. Um, that's probably why I've come back and I wake up in despair because everything around me can't compare. I, um, I was living out in Spain, um, Ibiza specifically, and you're all probably like, wow, what a lad, seshing around, drinking loads of booze and everything. The booze part, probably true, but I actually wasn't seshing as much as you think. It just felt nice after being in what seemed like a whole lifetime of COVID-19, it was nice to be free for once. Do you remember that feeling of being free when we were, you know, just living life without being too aware of things? I think that's the point that I'm trying to get at, is that it wasn't the feeling of freedom that I so much craved, that's why I went to Spain for three months. It was more the fact that I didn't have to be so hyper aware of everything. During the start of the uh, breakdown of COVID, we were all so hyper aware. I mean, I could speak for myself, but I know we all we all kind of went overboard with the awareness of germs, of everything being clean, everything has to be sanitized, you have to wear a mask, you can't not wear a mask, everyone coughing, you're aware of people coughing, sneezing, don't get me started. So I mean, I, I, I literally, whilst, whilst away, I was just thinking about all of this and kind of observing the fact that like this all happened because it's like I don't feel like we have much time to process things in this in this life we we in this world that and society that we live in it's kind of built so we are like machines so we have to keep working and working and working and working 
And obviously you get the two days off on the weekend or a select amount of days off during the year. But I mean, that's not exactly enough time to process what happens in a year. So I feel like this is why I've kind of started up this podcast again. Because having a, you know, a sip of tea is relatable. But also, it's it's needed to be spoken about from people with platforms. And I personally have a platform and I really can't be asked to just talk about silly funny things i mean i get what jaden smith his anger of why he just wanted to talk about the state of the you know economy and and, and political affairs but it, it it is it is kind of true it, it has to be spoken about i mean if not spoken about when i mean we have about five hundred thousand podcasts that have come up <laughs> over the last year i mean that's probably one of the best things to come out of covid is an influx of influencers and creators because Finally, people understand that boredom, you can do something with it. That's what that's always what I've been trying to trying to get across and always trying to do. It's, it's a hard thing to do, but I'm glad that people realize that in their boredom, they can start creating with the resources they have around them. No more banana breads, I hope. Um, but so, yeah, at the start, the co- uh, at start of COVID, we all became so hyperly aware that I feel like we, we still haven't kind of trickled out of that awareness. Me personally... I have a lot of time to be able to to think, observe and just kind of like do what I want as my own boss, being self-employed. But I can imagine when you squeeze enough of a grape, you know, and it's just going dry, it's going to look like a raisin at the end of the day. And that is one of the metaphors which will get this podcast to number one. <laughs> I was basically just trying to say that, you know, if, you, if you're getting all the energy sucked out of you, you're not really going to have any time to think about the things that we've gone through. And I really do want to hear some uh, some of the strangest ways that you, uh, you know, some of the strangest things that you saw and some of the strangest ways that you were coping during lockdown to keep your house clean and stuff. I mean, I, I personally, sometimes, you know, you put the food in the bathtub and you spray it down. That's the sort of inhumane kind of way of living that I just didn't know that we'd live in it's like a Black Mirror episode but for now and that's the thing is I remember watching Black Mirror when I was a kid well not even a kid you know a couple years back and then you'd be like wow so in the future well oh my gosh it's so near but it's not do you know what I mean and then boom it all happened and now we're we're kind of here like what is like the borderline conspiracies or what is happening right now do you know what I mean the veil's completely off there's no more veil it's just we're all touching cloth and we're we're the we're the poo (laughs) all right so in in all seriousness i thought i thought i'd get you all with a laugh because we've all been very serious i feel like i find myself when i'm about to talk about covid and i'm like you know what i can't be asked to talk about it i really can't be asked and i think that's that's why that's why we I made this series called Let's Talk About It because it's the conversations you don't want to talk about but you have to talk about it and when you're talking about it sometimes you might even just be like let's change the conversation. During COVID it was one of the most interesting times I have ever seen in my life personally. Obviously I'm not one of these um, 70 year old people that have a lifetime of historical events that's happened. I'm only 26, might sound like I'm 40, welcome to the the world of growing up too fast um <laughs> that's for another podcast anyways um but during covid it was one of the most interesting things because i was already in the self-development kind of stage of my life after loving this sesh so much i mean personally i've got a sesh tattoo uh, tattooed on my arm 
And if this is sort of reassurance that this podcast is going to be credible, a sesh tattoo and a verified, there we go, verification tick, uh, the Twitter one, to be specific, not the Facebook one, the Twitter one is on my ankle. Uh, That was for a video I did like four years ago. Anyways, going back to the point, I loved the sesh. I was absolutely incredibly indulged in it and I was I was kind of down at one point so I decided to completely quit alcohol and stop smoking cigarettes for an entire year and that year turned out to be the year that COVID hit so I was it was like January February March uh, and April and I was in the gym self-development this is my year you know you've got the books got the podcast you've, you've looked yourself in the mirror a couple of times and you're like this is my year N- all the other years were trials this is the year where everyone sees my highest potential so i'm in the gym you know i'm doing the 5k runs every single day not knowing that i'm not even going to be able to w- leave the house or do any of this exercise so it's a bit of a waste but anyways mentally felt good anyway so i'm at the gym i'm running away every single day just doing bum 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 pumping it up because i'm like by the time it's summer i'm gonna look absolutely i've glowed up and 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 life's history from there. I don't know what I was planning, but that was it. So anyway, so it's, you know, COVID hits, and um, I, I'm in a, I'm like in conflict because I'm like, well, this whole year I'm meant to be, you know, quitting alcohol. So uh, this is this is pretty one of those stressful situations where you kind of want to bev. I mean, you wake up every day and there's some sort of uh, some sort of information that triggers the senses, and you're like, well, I would love to kind of just sit down and numb it out numb it out you know I don't know how long we're in this really didn't I mean it's the sort of kind of thing where you're like well this is if if there's any test this is the test do you know what I mean you prepare for a life test always hear it whether it's someone preaching it to me or some old you know relative at a Christmas party just going there's a life test that you're gonna have in the future and and well yeah I was ready for that test and that test was then so anyway so I you know I was on the self-development path I was already kind of clear-headed so I was like ready I was like all right COVID-19 you know I'm gonna absolutely tackle you head-on so thankfully and I am very grateful that I didn't catch COVID for for the entirety that we were in lockdown but then I got it when we all you know started mingling again I mean that's the irony of it and I you know I, I don't really blame myself as soon as we went out I went out to the the, the most packed environment ever and yeah anyways that's uh you can probably see where that went So during COVID, I knew I had one choice, well, two choices, actually. I could either, you know, go down the route that everyone's going down, which is, you know, just getting absolutely pissed because I don't, I don't blame people for, um, for, for, you know, there's no way of like dealing with this sort of thing. So whichever way you want to go or whichever way you went is perfectly fine. I mean, it was, it was the most unpredictable time. Um, So, you know, if you wanted to become a yogi or you wanted to become an alcoholic, it was one of your choices. I mean, at the end of the day, we all thought we were going to go at one point. Do you know what I mean? It's like, here we are, 2012, but delayed. Um, you know, it is a very serious situation, of course. Just want to remind everyone that I have a comedic kind of background. So anything I do say uh, isn't related to any of my brand partners or, you know, to anything serious in my life. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I really, I, I don't really care. I don't have any management. So I will say what I please. Anyway, so COVID, I am now, um, you know, feeling my best. And I, I start kind of observing this state of other things. So it was it was really beneficial not being able to go out and escape anything anymore. It was kind of like we're all like stuck in a house. 
in our houses, can't go do anything, and you no longer you can't escape any of your insecurities, your fears, what's on your mind. You know, it was the biggest kind of one collective mindfulness session, and whether that was um, beneficial or non-beneficial. It doesn't, you know, really, really matter in one way or another because everyone went through an experience that wasn't really planned, or was it? Uh, another day, another story. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was kind of one of those things where it's just a surprise on everyone. So big, big old shock. Um, so I started realizing that everything isn't as it seems because when you come into survival situations, you really have to use your instincts and your gut instincts. So you kind of start you know, getting back in contact with your natural primal kind of state. So you're aware, you're very self-aware, you know what to trust, you know who to trust, you know who to talk to, you know what to do, you know like where the germs are, you know what to wash your hands, you keep yourself safe. So you're, you're you know, you're coming back in to what it's about, you know what I mean? That feeling of being an animal in the jungle back in the day, primal, not just a kind of corporate slave like a machine that's just typing away and our thumbs are sore because of the scrolling. But you know what? It was it, not everyone kind of sees the, <laughs> the the kind of eccentric way that I see things like oh I'm an, I feel free now and I am a free person and I feel like I am a you know a primal animal maybe someone could be like well Adam maybe you should see a psychiatrist because it seems <laughs> they pushed you too far but I don't actually see it like that I feel like everyone was pushed to their survival instincts and some people hadn't been taught to survive and that's something we don't learn in school i mean we're taught we're taught so much like random stuff and i feel like the irony of the educational system was kind of put under pressure by the things and the lack of education that we had during covid i mean loads of people either stressed out at the fact that there was going to be a shortage of toilet roll or flour because they couldn't make their you know sourdough bread for a nice cup of tea morning you know, it, it, the priorities of people just got so skewed that I feel like it was just, it was the funniest thing to watch in terms of the irony that the educational system is the most beneficial thing for humanity and it, it, it instills the correct tools needed to survive. It doesn't. What actually happened was it just kind of realized that people um, are more in tuned or inclined to go into fight or flight rather than, you know, pure instinctual guidance because once one's in a in a fight or flight mode it's easier to sell things to them to soothe that fight or flight mode so i was kind of you know we all have impulse shopping so during covid i'm there like hmm, there's always going to be something that can solve this situation do you know what i mean so oh, i've got a back pain so now i'm on amazon googling a back massager and now it's coming tomorrow so like the consumist world is loving it because we're all just petty petty humans that don't have any survival instincts like instilled in us from from anything because we're you know we're really we're re well i'm specifically talking about the uk i mean if you if you're already in a survival situation i feel like you're you were more prone and ready for these sort of situations but no one was really ready for a flu or a virus that you can't see we've always had enemies that we can see just like the germans back in world war Two. Uh, I'm not going to go into the history of wars because you can look that up yourself. I mean, there's always been some form of like visible enemy and it's never really been invisible, which is the scariest type of virus, I guess, or enemy, because if you can't see it, how are you going to plan to attack against it or defend against it? So that's well, they create uh, the, the virus. <laughs> well, oh gosh, <laughs> be careful what you say, Adam. You can't be saying it all, 
all before it gets cut down on episode one. Um, but no, so they, you know, you create a vaccine that creates a solution. It's, you create a problem and you sell the solution. And that's the thing. The same guy who made the antivirus um, created the virus on Windows XP or any any virus that's always been on computers. He created the virus, so he created the antivirus. It's just the simple. You create a problem, and then you create a solution. I mean, most solutions should be free, but most solutions are sold. So I started observing these things, as you can tell. Over time, it became a little bit stressful to realize that we're in a system that isn't built to keep us alive. It's it's kind of built a system that's trying to sell the illusion that we are looked after. But under in intense pressure, you can see the gaps and the flaws in the system. And this is this is where this is where the observation during the middle part actually got me a bit concerned because it's like, well. Before any of this, we only had traumatic events through the reference of, say, grandparents, because the last huge kind of wave of traumatic like event that hit the world was was World War Two. You could say Vietnam, but World War Two was more of a global impact that kind of reset the world. And there's a, there's been quite a few resets throughout history where these big big events happen, everything crumbles, and then they have to rebuild society up to a standard of whatever whoever's controlling whatever you know politicians or higher up people want to make the society as a cashless society or a cash society it doesn't really matter at this point we don't really have a don't have much choice anyway so during the middle of covid um i'm seeing all these things uh, like i'm seeing i'm i'm putting two to two and two together and this is where i was kind of a bit intimidated by should I actually talk about these things whilst they're going on or should I wait to then talk about them when things have settled down? And I feel like now is the perfect time to talk about it because in my industry of YouTube and marketing and anything that has to do with people or communication or marketing, etc., we always kind of follow lines and I've never liked following lines. I've never liked being in boxes. I've never been uh, like labels, anything like that. I mean, having ADHD is enough so I can speak fast enough to talk for a whole nation, but I've never really liked being censored, hence why I've never kind of sold my podcasts or anything to any big corporations so they can control what narrative that I want to talk about. Um, but it's it's one of those things where now I feel like I'm mature enough to be able to communicate things that are meant to be communicated. And it's taken me a while to even be able to voice it. It's like I, I talk to loads of my friends and my girlfriend about these conversations and these topics. And it always, it, I, I can easily talk about it to them, but I always get this sort of, are we being censored feeling when doing podcasts? Because it doesn't seem like this world is as free speech as I thought it was. When I was younger making content, it was all about being funny. So, you know, you can get away with saying things when you're funny. You can you make jokes and things. You say, oh, I was joking about the, pol the president. You know, I wasn't really talking about it. It was just a joke, comedy. And it's kind of like the, you know, the truth hidden with a laugh. That's what I used to love about, um, with about comedy is just being able to say things that are truthful. But if you just add them and say them in a funny way, then people can realize that, well, he's actually saying something that we should listen to. <laughs> so, 
So um, now I just really don't care. So I'm going to use that comedic energy and be able to communicate this through this podcast. And and I'm thankful that if you're listening so far, I don't know if this is being complete sporadic waffle changing the conversations left, left, right and centre. But I don't actually structure my podcast. I don't have a team. I don't have a producer. I don't have an editor. I don't have a researcher. I don't have a PR agency. I don't have a manager. I am literally just me. I'm a, I'm a guy from West London and um, I, I literally have a podcast and I, I really do want to keep that rawness and this is I've just been listening to a load of these podcasts and 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 seeing all of these kind of uh, you know social media stars ride up ride up <laughs> ride up yeah they are riding the dicks of the government <laughs> anyways uh, wow that's another conversation anyways um, yeah so we you know during COVID I noticed that these people started creating more content more podcasts and more confusion with their audiences because they're not allowed to say much you know many things what you wouldn't know and what i will say is that most of these people are under contract and if you i'm not i can't go into details of those contracts i mean that's why they're called contracts but contracts basically can limit what you can do say or talk about so you can't really if you're under an entity or a, or a company or someone that's paying you they want to make sure that you know they look good but you still you know say as much as you want um, but that also means that some of these guys really just want money instead of talking about truth. And truth for me is probably more valuable than money. I don't say probably. It, it is just true in my own uh, my own belief. Let's say it like that. Um, so I saw people just kind of enjoying the idea that people are at home and had nothing to do. So there's the consumerism. So we're all buying stuff there you know we're, we're, we're buying stuff we don't need for solutions because we've lost the, the the human instinct to kind of survive on our by ourselves and then suddenly you get you, you know you, you've got a load of people that are trying to survive during a pandemic and i'm looking at all the politicians and all the governments and with, with a scrutiny eye like all, all the people do as we always have um but then I started turning my eye towards the people in my industry who have the kind of voice, the power, and the influence. And those are, these are the people, these are the big people that have the, you know, the big names. And, and I realized that none of them would, were, were talking about anything that made any, any, any sort of sense. It's like a, we, we all go round and round and round the surf, right? In a, in a circle, right? Round and round and round. Imagine a loop. Do that with your finger and you're going round and round and round and round. Right, so that means that we're not actually going on a linear straight line. So the future isn't actually in front of us. So we're not going forward and we're also not going backwards. So we're thinking about the past. You're actually thinking about a place that doesn't exist. And also the future, you're also thinking about a place that doesn't exist. It's currently and concurrently happening in this present moment. Very hard to kind of grasp in this uh, one conversation. But what I was realizing is that the whole marketing and uh, and the capitalist uh, capitalism system kind of bases around this one you know fact that the world rotates and it just goes round and round and round so all your all the all the people are just talking about is just useless recycled information just going around and round and round and whilst doing that they're dropping in products and just talking about products and not really talking about anything else so they've got your attention because we're just going round and round it's kind of like just being dizzy so just talking about, oh yeah, random stuff, random stuff. And then you kind of lost and distracted from the actual fact that the world is changing around us. And, and there's no conversation or support or even a voice to look up to where they're actually saying it seriously. I mean, I can I can say some things with a comedic angle and, and I will do throughout the podcast and throughout why 
I enjoy talking about these sort of subjects in the first place. But it's very interesting that some of these influencers who don't have the sort of um, kind of held back lifestyle as most people do, they just choose to kind of gain and gain and gain more and more and more money. And it's kind of like the same people that we idolize now, the same people that we're tearing down in the real world. I mean, just because these people are online, it's like we, we still are tearing them down online, but we're, st we're, we're tearing down the politicians. But what I've just realized, well, what, sorry, what I realized during COVID is that these, these people will slowly and slowly but surely, I could probably put a bet on it. What, what day is it today? So it's the 25th of October, uh, 2022. I can predict that a series of big influencers will run for either president, say in America, or politics in the UK. Now, I know there's been subtle hints, and it's probably like a, you know, a, if you observe like five seconds of realizing where this could all go, you'd probably be like, yeah, no, this is going that way. But I feel like it could potentially go there. Um, so this is where it's kind of a bit concerning, because if they're not talking about it now, then I don't feel like <laughs> what's going to stop them all from just being a load of Tories in the first place? Ah, that's a good question. I guess we could all talk about this. Um, if you mess me on my Instagram, I actually love to um, just continue these conversations or on Twitter um, because there, there's just so many different angles. So anyway, so I started seeing all of these um, these higher up people just talking about stuff and I, 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 I genuinely believe that we're all getting swayed in a place that we don't want to be going. So I have to kind of step in. I have to kind of step in and use my voice. I, I, I want to I want to make sure that people that are listening to this understand that there will be a kind of revolution in uh, the online world. And I, I, I'm going to sort of lead it through um, what I've been talking about, my observations. And I've also uh, wrote a book um, which will help it. And I'll go into that another time but there, there, there's a lot of things that I have um, I have to share and perspectives after being this for 10 years but during COVID specifically let's go back to how we're all vulnerable animals living in the jungle during COVID and getting swayed by voices we shouldn't be swayed by um, so after seeing all that I, I noticed that we were kind of um, we were kind of no longer free i realized that the element of slavery is no longer in the past i know we can talk about slavery in different uh, different sorts of places in the uh, in the world and maybe the micro slavery that happens in in different places but a whole collective slavery it's more of a uh, it's, it's no longer like physical warfare it's more of mental warfare where we're all mentally controlled via things that we wouldn't even be control like think we'd be controlled by um so there are free so there is, is the kind of free things it's kind of the i observed the government just kind of swooing us into places absolutely chatting wallop and then it's like the influencers have been chatting wallop because they'd rather get money than to, you know, speak the truth and then there's the third thing is that we're actually getting controlled by ai and I, I I thought it wouldn't be as quick as I thought it would be because it was obviously pending, you know, AI taking over the world and robots and, you know, iRobot, those sort of films and TV shows and speculations and future armors that we all kind of dream is going to happen or a Black Mirror episode, you know, it just happens. Um, but we're currently living in it. I mean, TikTok is one of the most interesting things 
like I am convinced it's a social experiment. I am completely convinced it's a social experiment, and that's the, that's one of the things that that's the third thing that I noticed during during lockdown. Um, is that the algorithm? The algorithms have always kind of worked to kind of gain people's attention, but it's more to direct people to the right pieces of content based off who's more likely to kind of click on a piece of content based on what they've watched previously, what we can predict is going to work in the future, and what they're watching currently now in the present moment. It sort of works like that, but on a, like a, on a 10 times speed way and level, and it also doesn't involve any human thinking. So that kind of like bridges a lot of gaps that humans just can't do. Um, and with a result of that, it kind of went so far that I realized how far we we're getting manipulated. Now there's a documentary on Netflix um, which kind of goes into the whole the whole idea that we're kind of becoming swayed and influenced by our own scrolling. So it's kind of like the so say that we were say you scroll through TikTok and you stop on a bit uh, and you stop a stop on a video for five seconds. You're more likely going to see more content to do with that sort of content that you just watched and held on for five seconds. Back in the day when we were making, when I was making YouTube videos, one of the main um, tricks that YouTube wanted us to do was to, you know, hold viewer retention. So if you can hold a viewer's retention uh, attention and keep them there for as long as as possible, then you get rewarded by that. Your video goes to a larger amount of audiences. And then that person is obviously then going to get directed to different videos that are like what you've just watched. And it keeps them on and basically like sends people down rabbit holes that they didn't know they were going down. So it's like if you ever get lost in a, in a loop of a rabbit hole of YouTube or TikTok and you're like, how the hell did I end up here? And how the hell am I on that content? It's basically because it's all directed from the first piece of content that you watched. And that first piece of content, depending on how long you watched it, that person will then get royalties and or, and you know more exposure but it, it it's it seems quite friendly i mean you know you you can watch if you if you're watching these things for entertainment and you just want to go and loosen up you could be like the argument could be well during lockdown it was great that i got on tiktok and it was great that it was great that we could all you know uh engage with each other and create content and become who we want to be and have you know, millions of followers and hundreds of thousands of followers by being, uh, not doing too much. You don't have to post too much on TikTok to become TikTok famous. You just have to post and be consistent. So that's the, that is kind of like a dream because if you were trying to do YouTube or any other social media before, it would take you about at least two years to get, to gain any momentum that you could get on TikTok in a, in a week. And a less amount of time on editing and you don't really need to buy anything and unless you don't have a phone, but a phone is all you need. So everyone's equipped with everything they need to, to get the fame on this app. And this is where I feel like it's a social experiment. For someone who's always been trying to get followers and always trying to get subscribers and attention and validation, which is always, you know, it's always kind of ended up working, I guess. You you get what you, you want to search, you know, you, you search for something you're, you're gonna you're gonna find it after a while so that's kind of what i learned but that was through patience hard work and dedication and it took a long long time it's kind of like an actor getting his star role but it took him 10 years because he had to learn all the nitty gritty itty bitty bits in the middle and you're like oh, i can't really be asked to do that so i noticed that then 
if people are getting inflated personality boosts by you know going viral on tiktok very easily surely that will change people very fast it's kind of like micro fames happening very very fast so i was like but what happens and then that is the question no one knows what happens over time you, you kind of you, well we've seen if you were to ask that question at the start you wouldn't know but then now we do know after the first three years is that it completely changes someone's personality i i, I would guarantee you not right if you have a family member or a friend who's not on social media and they are just as they are they are just a normal person you know they don't have any interest in validation whatever whatever right and you get them to do their hobby or talk about something silly or post something random in their house or something they just you know they they created and they post it on tiktok and i and i swear down if it gets any attention more than what they're used to they will have a personality change they will have a personality change whether it's a confidence boost they will see something different it will a perspective shift it will be something that we don't actually realize is capable of happening and most people search for that most people do like their own hobbies and you know they they, they try and they try and get they try and find that feeling through different things but tiktok has now allowed us to kind of get that feeling faster and in a world of trying to get serotonin and dopamine and everything that we need very very quickly it's like oh i need you know my pizza in 15 minutes but i also need my happiness five minutes too do you know what i mean it's it's, it's the kind of thing so tiktok and i'm not going to say countries but i'm just going to say tiktok but i do feel like tiktok have now enabled people to jump the queue and to see what people would do literally because imagine you you have a now you're working a normal job right and then you start posting tiktoks and then suddenly boom in a week you've suddenly got like two million views on a video you're like why am i going to work i'm famous i've never had two million ten people look at me let alone two million and now you're thinking differently now you're making more content now the content's you know consistently doing well now you're suddenly a content creator but that wasn't by you going i want to be a content creator that was by you going on tiktok accidentally posting a video that accidentally went viral and now you've got the feeling of what it feels like to be a successful content creator and now you're getting guided by who who's but if you had no plan you had no script you had no you know prior knowledge to any of this or any training pr training management or any sort of reassurance or or any thought into it and now you're you're, you're jumped into the deep end who's controlling the narrative you're gonna you know be like well how am i gonna monetize this and then you're sat in a in a bedroom with about fifty thousand products around you selling things for discounted tr like prices which it, it it's 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 probably a borderline illegal thing to do which it was which it was yeah, it was actually taken down but it was also like modern day slavery because some of the contractual hours that people were having for for minimal pay you might as well have just gone to work do you know what i mean it, it it's a very very strange concept it was a very strange experiment and it's still very dangerous i mean i'm seeing some some things trickle after covid i mean after covid now everyone that was in their houses and was making content and and and, and became whatever they feel is famous um they have now gone out into the real world with this new personality new ego new like found uh you know sense of happiness i guess and community and validation and and, and feelings it's not it's not a, it's not a bad thing but it's a good thing and people could be like oh it's not that deep bro it's just you know content but we'll see we'll see i mean as someone who's you know been in it for ages i feel like i i, I do have a kind of um, accurate standpoint to observe this you know correctly 
for for most people it is going to be exciting and and if you're listening to this and you you have created tiktok accounts and you are getting big on it then fair enough and and enjoy it but just be wary you know you've still got to be able to handle what you're wishing for i mean there's the thing it's like you know be careful what you wish for because if you're if you literally get what you wish for which is the fame you know your life won't be the same and and, and it's a very very weird and strange world so that's that's basically what i realized is that it definitely is a bit strange that that TikTok out of everyone enabled people to, you know, hit that sense of fame and virility. I don't know if that's the word, but it kind of sounds quite nice, doesn't it? Virility. <laughs> uh, that was a bit creepy. Anyways, um, yeah, no, it's, it's just a bit strange how, how they can enable people to get to that kind of height of uh, success very quickly. But it, it also doesn't um, transfer to other social media platforms. So it's it's very, uh, it's, it's a kind of, it's like a it's, it's it's kind of unfair i would say on content creators if 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 someone has a million pound uh, a million followers on in uh, on tiktok they probably most likely have like 10,000 followers on instagram it's ne- or more you know it's not 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 close to the million and and it doesn't converge so it, that's the thing it's short attention and the way sometimes i say uh what it's like compared to is a billboard so imagine putting your bill your your video on a billboard on a motorway and there is you know uh 2 million 2 million cars go on that motorway every single day and every single one of them's going to see that video because you put that there but the people that own the billboard are the ones that are like right we've just put this billboard by this traffic it's like we we know exactly the traffic we know the traffic are going to drive by the billboard and they you know they they're going to see it and it's going to you know in in turn get results get results do you know what I mean? but all they have to do is make sure that their logo is on your video and you're you're the one that's proud of that video but they're actually the ones that's enabled it to be big if you posted that same video on youtube or on some random other site it probably wouldn't get the same audience and that would be very detrimental to anyone's kind of mental health that's e- egotistically inflated by something like that but I mean, over time we will see. It's another. It's another conversation. It, it, it's sort of. It's sort of. I don't know whether I think too deeply into it. I definitely do, but I don't mind doing it because then you don't have to do it, and then I can talk about it on a podcast. You know what I mean? This is what. This is where I get all my information from, and I'm really happy that I've taken time off to actually kind of observe and and think about things from a detached perspective because I haven't been an influencer. I haven't been a YouTuber in so long. I've only just posted in Instagram stuff and it's been like it's been it's been so refreshing and interesting because now I have new insights and perspectives that I'm so ready to kind of share with the world and it sounds really dramatic like I'm going to go on some big old journey but I am I have so much to say um I also don't know if half the time this makes sense yet because I haven't posted so long that's one of the downsides of not posting for so long is that I don't know if most of this makes sense to other people yet because you you know you need feedback you need responses to kind of see if you're going on the right path um so going into the end of covid just to wrap up this podcast cuz it's been really enjoyable just talking and uh, getting all of this kind of insight off my chest obviously I'm going to go deeper into different things and different podcasts but this is the first episode of let's talk about it with the facts only podcast you know the podcast where we speak only facts um but towards the end of covid 
it it couldn't have got even more stranger but i feel like there was a sense of ease after the desperation that things are just completely refreshing now it's like it's kind of like a um if you ever kind of cried right and and at the end of it you you laugh and you feel good and you're like oh my gosh what the heck? do you know what i mean it's like shucks what what a life we live and i feel like that's exactly what happened uh after covid but i can only speak with that optimism from my own perspective because i have to because it's it's also a survival mechanism to be this highly optimistic but also the country has just lost uh we've just lost our queen but it also symbolizes a complete restructure of of what we're going to see in the world i mean we asked for a complete reset before before covid and then and then we got it there are different tiers and different levels and different layers and different realities and different worlds to this to these different issues and problems everyone lives differently everyone has a different belief system everyone has a different universe that they're living through everyone has different dreams beliefs and you know it it's very far too vast and complex to kind of collectively agree on one thing but if you can keep the open mind i feel like there is a positive change coming soon and i i don't know whether you all feel it too we've been in a state of incredible fear and and struggle for far too long and i do believe that there is a shift and and unfortunately people people have to people in power have to pass away for change to happen sometimes and i know that no one wants their dear nanny to die or you know anyone old to to die i don't mean literally their own nans no one well no one does anyways but i mean i'm talking about the queens the heads of states and everyone you know we 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 need resets and refreshes and that's always happened in history if you're a history buffoon like i am you'll realize history repeats Uh, and and it's never really changed unless there is change do you know what i mean it takes awareness to make change and that's the first step of change is awareness and i think us young people and everyone who's listening to this it doesn't have to be you know anyone whatever age it is we're all one collective human uh, humanity that we are one human race so it, i don't feel like it has anything to do with age that's why i backtrack on that one but we are we're we are young at heart and we're all you know we're all spirits and souls here and i feel like we're all coming out of that and i feel like we're getting guided through this dark time and it do, we do need more people with actual voices that want to talk about actual things. It's good to have great conversations. It's good to talk about things that are important because otherwise, how are we even going to get past these situations? Before, I used to just love making people laugh. And after after COVID, I was a bit shocked and a bit like, I didn't really want to make anyone laugh. I, I didn't want to make myself laugh. It's kind of like going after a traumatic event. You're like, whoa, let's just relax for a bit. But now the state of the world is 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 far too far too far too complex um for me to keep observing and i have to continue to live in it so this is why i'm back like creating content i'm going to be making loads of content it's not more more about promises or setting dates for when my next episodes are it's just when i feel like making things that i think people will like to listen to and i do want you all to kind of relax when you listen to these i don't want it always to be about the intensity of the world i mean you kind of want to escape escapism's good but with some sense of kind of learning something new in an open mind helps to escape whilst also 
ground yourself because too much escapism isn't good and it doesn't really get us anywhere i mean that's the thing observing and everything has got me here but it it literally takes action for you lot to hear <laughs> an accidental poet they call me um so yeah so after 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 covid i feel like when the queen when the queen died i think it was it it, it marked a, a remarkable turning of history i was i i'm just gonna have to say it like we we are no longer the seen as this huge dominant country i mean we've had britain's had a a a, a run of in in insane amount of terror that people they put on people and uh, and we do love to preach that we've changed so i feel like that is what's needed so if we have all learned from our old past ways and we do want to say that we're sorry for how 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 britain has been to not them not only themselves but to other countries then responsibility accountability and change has to happen i mean if 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 it takes you know these events to happen for people to get talking about it then maybe that's what has to happen um but i feel like we should kind of we've had enough lessons and tests i i i could say to come to conclusion at the end of the uh, this podcast is that i feel like we should all remember that we are in control of our own reality in the sense that you don't want to try and control things that you can't control basically it's a, it's a far too stretched idea and many people have tried to control all elements and it doesn't actually end up working uh, my advice would be to control what you what you can control and let go of what you can't control because it's very detrimental to one's mind to have to stress about trying to control every outcome of every situation. Also, the expectations of the outcomes isn't helping as well because watching the news makes us fear the future, and then you know, and then remembering the past makes us sad about what what what's gone. So you have to be, be like be very specific on trying to ground yourself and not letting the external world influence you too much you could even i could even just uh, make us feel very small right now and remind us that we are literally living on a planet in the middle of space a little small ball that likes to roam around this beautiful vast universe <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We are small blips arguing about the same chips and it doesn't really make sense why because we all want the same dips. <laughs> oh wow, this is why Facts Only is the greatest podcast out there. Censored no more. We are out here with the peace fingers up in the air. Honestly, I also live in Brighton now so you know it, it can get more more hippie. I have a lot of things in my personal life that I will be sharing with you. I, I, I feel like going straight into things with this, um, with what's happened over the last three years has been quite nice and refreshing. I mean, we might as well get the big stuff out of the way. I'm not always going to be talking about the intensity of things, but it's been nice. I appreciate it if you've got this far. I mean, it has been a long podcast and um, I have been talking a whole load of facts and a whole load of um, let's talk about it. And I'm really excited. If you have any sort of suggestions on what you want me to talk about, because I do love a conversation, let me know via all my social medias. They are in the handles below. It's just Adam Wave. It's just everywhere. So that is uh, that is what I'll be doing. Um, but I live in Brighton now, so my lifestyle is very accommodated, and I'm very I, I've I've cultivated a lifestyle that I'm very very um, excited to show you all. 
I'm going to end this podcast with a couple of book suggestions just because I feel like at the end of these things, we should wind down with some nice, uh, you know, giving. So I'm going to give you some of my books that I uh, have been reading or have read during lockdown, seeing as we're talking about it, um, that have changed my absolute life. Now, the first one that I read, and it absolutely changed my life because it gave me perspective of my own mind. And that was something I needed just to kind of start. It was a good base start. And it's called The uh, the Mind Chimp. Let me just... The Mind Chimp um, and Healing is the New High by Vex King. We've also got The Power of Now. We've got uh, A Code of the Extraordinary Mind. Another great read. Universal Compassion. Confessions of a Buddhist Atheist. Unfuck yourself. <laughs> this one, Many Lives, Many Masters by Dr. Brian Wees, or Wes, um, is the most interesting book I've ever read. And if you actually want to, if you've been into kind of afterlife, um, uh, past life kind of um, narratives and stories this is a, like an incredible book that's based on this true story um, by a psychiatrist who had been working on a patient for 18 months and she'd been suffering reoccurring nightmares and chronic anxiety attacks when his traditional methods of therapy failed he turned to hypnosis and was was astonished astonished and skeptical when Catherine began recalling past life traumas which seemed to hold the key to her problems very intense it sounds but honestly a very captivating read and you wouldn't have thought it but it just really is um yeah so there's a load there's a load of books that i have i can honestly i might just set up a um, amazon thing so you can just click on the link and then buy these books like i'm not even getting paid or anything to say it um, but yeah that's a great idea to set up a little amazon thing or something sorry about all those noise this is the first time using this setup also so let me know if the noise and everything's all good if i sound nice and crisp um, but it's been an absolute pleasure getting back into these uh, these podcasts because honestly, um, I just love a conversation, and I feel like people need to just just hear some more things that uh, more perspectives. And I also love listening to your perspective. So if you have any reviews that you want to leave me, I would really appreciate it. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a nice little review on this. I've also got some other podcasts that I did a couple of years back, but um, you know that was a younger me uh you can listen to them just for some uh some nice you know easy easy listening and kind of stories and stuff but i'm gonna fully fully take this this podcasting serious and i i'm so excited to share what i have been coming up with recently and all the fun things that i've created um but i hope you've enjoyed this podcast it's been a pleasure I hope you will have a very, very great day, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is. And make sure to uh, look out for my new podcasts and any content I have out there. But it's been a pleasure and I will see you in the next podcast. Peace out.